This is Bigger Pockets Daily. I'm your host, Tyler. And if you're new to the show, I read articles from rock star real estate investors every single day. Because we know you don't always have time for long podcast episodes or audiobooks. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app landlord. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. How long does it take to close on a house? By Chris Bybee. As a real estate investor, buying a new property is a significant personal and financial decision. While the process can be challenging sometimes, it's all worth it once the transaction is complete. Understanding how to purchase a house is vital to your success, and that's particularly true in the closing process. One of the most important questions is, how long does it take to close on a house? So today, we dive into the finer details of the closing process. Let's do this thing! So exactly how long will closing day take? Okay, the duration of the closing day can vary greatly, but on average, eh, about one to two hours. 
This includes final walkthroughs, signing legal documents, and potentially waiting for last-minute funding transfers. While you can expedite this process, you should allow ample time to ensure everything is done correctly and satisfactorily. Signing the documents. Wow, the process. During closing, you're going to sign several, and I do mean several, legal documents, each serving its unique purpose. Key among these is the promissory note, affirming your commitment to repay the mortgage, and the deed of trust, which secures the note. Others include the closing disclosure, which outlines the terms and costs of your loan. If you have one, you could be paying cash in which all this makes no sense, but a settlement agent typically guides all of this process. Signing your documents, the ramifications. Let's take a look at those. All right, so by signing these documents, you're entering into a legal agreement with your lender. You commit to repay your loan under the agreed-upon terms. Noncompliance could lead to foreclosure. It's also your last chance to dispute charges and terms or to back out of the sale, depending on your contract terms. So understanding these documents is absolutely crucial. Signing your documents? The consequences. The primary consequence of signing your documents is that you are legally obligated to repay your mortgage under the agreed-upon terms. Failure to do so can lead to serious consequences with your mortgage lender, including foreclosure and, of course, damaging your credit score for a very long time. Let's take a look at closing delays and common reasons for them. Closing delays can happen for various reasons. Common ones include financing issues, such as a change in the buyer's credit score or a financial situation, appraisal issues if the home's value comes in lower than expected, home inspection problems, or issues discovered during the title search. Understanding these potential pitfalls can help you mitigate delays in your closing process. So as an investor, closing delays are a massive headache, but they're not the end of the road. Have a plan for managing anything that comes your way. What is escrow? This is going to be a very basic overview of escrow. We do have a full podcast in the archives not too long ago, so you can just go back and listen to that as well. Escrow is a neutral third-party process used in real estate transactions to protect the interests of the buyer and the seller. An escrow company or agent holds funds, documents, and sometimes the deed to the property until all conditions of the sale are met. It assures that the buyer will get the property as agreed and the seller will receive payment in full. The escrow process and the timelines involved. Let's dive in, shall we? We shall. The escrow process typically begins after a seller accepts an offer and both parties sign a contract. The buyer then makes an earnest money deposit into an escrow account. From there, necessary steps like home inspections, appraisals, and completing the mortgage process approval occur. The duration can vary depending on various factors, but it usually takes 30 to 60 days to close. Process, buying a house with cash. Yes, as you grow your real estate business and gain access to more funds, you might find it possible to purchase a property with cash, which allows you to bypass all of these traditional steps associated with mortgage lending. After a seller accepts your offer, you'll likely have to show proof of funds, conduct inspections, negotiate repairs, and handle the final paperwork. This process can be significantly quicker than financing, sometimes closing in as little as one week. Given that there's no need for a loan approval or appraisal contingency, blah, 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 the faster you close, the sooner you can find a tenant for your property or begin the fix-and-flip process. 
How long do you have to close after the appraisal? So once a home appraisal is complete and the report is satisfactory, you can close on your house within a week or two. However, this timeline can vary widely based on a, a few different factors, such as whether the home is being purchased with cash or a loan or if any issues arose during the appraisal that must be addressed before closing day. Now we take a look at some common delays in the whole closing process. The closing process of a home purchase is very complex. Multiple entities and events all working towards a common goal. As meticulous as one might be, delays can occur for many reasons stemming from the intricacy of the process itself. These holdups, whether from financial concerns, appraisal discrepancies, or issues found during a home inspection, can add days, weeks, or even months to the timeline. That said, understanding the common sources of these delays can help buyers and sellers alike prepare effectively and ensure a smoother house closing process. Pro tip, don't ignore a problem to avoid a delay. For instance, it's frustrating if a major issue like a cracked foundation or deteriorating roof comes to light during the home inspection. But don't just sweep it under the rug to save time. Changes to the buyer's creditworthiness. That's one biggie. Any change to your credit report, history, score, or financial status can delay the loan approval process. Home sale contingencies. Yeah, I mean, if a buyer's home sale is contingency isn't met, meaning their current home hasn't sold, it can delay or even cancel the transaction. The appraisal turns out to be low. If the home's appraisal value is lower than the agreed price, it can delay the process while new terms are negotiated. Another issue Buyer's financing falls through, or there are changes to buyer financing. If a buyer's financing falls through or changes, such as a recent increase in their debt-to-income ratio, it can delay the closing process while new financing is secured. Slow repair requests. The buyer or seller can postpone the closing if negotiations over requested repairs after inspection are drawn out. There are surprises during the final walkthrough. Ooh. Discovering unexpected issues or unfulfilled agreement terms during the final walkthrough can, of course, cause delays. Another thing is issues with the title on the property. Unresolved liens or disputes about ownership found during the title search can cause significant delays. Title insurance can help protect you against issues that arise with the title after your purchase. Issues with inspections. We've touched on this a little bit, but if the home inspection uncovers problems needing repair... This can delay the process while repairs are actually made, or new terms are negotiated anyway. Now let's take a look at the average home closing timelines. So the timeline for closing on a home is contingent upon all those various factors that we talked about, each contributing to the overall duration. But typically, from the moment an offer is accepted to when the keys are handed over, 30 to 60 days, with some exceptions. This period is crucial for buyers and sellers accommodating the necessary steps to ensure a smooth ownership transition. It might sound like a long waiting period, but it does give both parties the time needed to complete the necessary steps. Understanding the average home closing timeline provides realistic expectations and allows for efficient planning during this pivotal stage of the home buying process. Negotiating the contract. Once an offer is made, both parties enter into negotiations. Factors like price, contingencies, and closing timelines are discussed. This process can take a few hours or days, 
depending on the complexities involved. Lean on your real estate agent to guide you and help you secure the property competitively. Scheduling the home inspection. The buyer should definitely arrange home inspections shortly after contract acceptance. This process allows the buyer to understand the home's condition and take a few days to a week depending on availability and the time needed for the inspector's report. Finalizing the purchase agreement. The purchase agreement can be finalized once inspections are complete and any necessary adjustments are made. This step can vary in length, but often takes several days. Then finalizing the mortgage application. So finalizing the loan application involves submitting necessary documents to your lender, and it can take a few days to a week, depending on the promptness of document collection and submission. More about the application. So this phase encompasses the verification and analysis of the documents submitted. Lenders verify income, credit score, employment, and other details, which can take several days to even a week. Disclosures. During this stage, lenders must provide loan estimates and closing disclosure forms detailing the exact costs of the mortgage. These must be provided within a specific time frame, typically within three business days after applying for a loan. Documentation. So the documentation stage involves the careful gathering and submission of required forms. This can include proof of homeowner's insurance, title search results, and inspection reports. Timelines can vary greatly based on the complexity of the transaction. Appraisal. The lender will schedule an appraisal to determine the home's market value. This usually happens shortly after contract acceptance and can take a week or more to complete. Underwriting. All right, so the underwriting phase is where the lender evaluates credit risk, and this can take one to two weeks. The underwriter will review the appraisal, title report, and financial documents before making a loan decision. Condition approval. After receiving loan approval, you may still need to meet document-related conditions or further verifications, potentially extending the process by a few days. Cleared for closing. Once all conditions are met, the lender gives the all clear to close, and final closing documents are prepared. This preparation can take a few days. Closing and funding. The closing day involves signing documents, transferring funds, and recording the deed. Once funding is verified, the keys are handed over to the buyer on the same day or the next. How long does closing typically take? Okay, so all that said, the time it takes to close on a home varies depending on several things. On average, like 30 to 45 days, up to 60 days, from the accepted offer to the actual closing, where the keys are handed over. Yeah, you know, it can take longer in more complex cases. This waiting period allows for necessary steps like home inspection, appraisal, underwriting of the loan, and time to address any potential issues. And it's worth noting that all parties involved in the transaction play a role in this timeline, making communication and responsiveness crucial to stay on track. Is it possible to speed this whole process up? So, speeding up the process is possible, although it does depend on several things. These can include the type of the loan, the responsiveness of all parties, and the specifics of the home and its sale. Quick and open communication among all parties is absolutely key. Additionally, getting pre-approved for a loan, having necessary documents ready, addressing any issues promptly, and scheduling inspections and appraisals as soon as possible can help expedite the process. However, balancing haste 
and due diligence is also important to ensure a smooth and successful transaction. Does cash help speed up the process? Yeah, by a lot. Cash buyers can bypass many steps that slow down financed purchases, like the whole mortgage pre-approval and underwriting process and home appraisal from the lender side. Moreover, sellers may favor cash offers as they often equate to quicker closes and less risk of the deal falling through because of financial issues. Consequently, a cash purchase can close in as little as one week compared to the typical 30 to 45 to 60 days with a mortgage. Remember, a fast closing should not compromise due diligence, so careful review and understanding of all steps is crucial to your success. Closing time can and will impact your cash flow. Considering the anticipated timeline and your intended use for the new property, it is so important to plan. This allows you to seamlessly address any challenges and ultimately make the best decisions for your real estate business. That's this Tuesday's show. If you're just getting started with real estate investing and you're ready to jump in on the action, oh yeah, then the Real Estate Rookie Podcast might be for you. Join Ashley Kerr and Tony Robinson for weekly episodes that train rookies just like you. From deal analysis to choosing an investing strategy, these are the experts you want to learn from. Head over to Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast thingies to find the Bigger Pockets Real Estate Rookie Show. You can also head to biggerpockets.com slash podcasts. Thanks for spending some time with us today, and I'll be back tomorrow. No, really, if I'm not back tomorrow, something's seriously wrong.